Hi, I'm Scott Walker. Welcome to another episode of Freedom Fighters. Watching the incredible footage coming from Cuba of protesters standing in front of the Communist Party headquarters chanting, Cuba isn't yours? Well, my reaction was clear. If only our young people understood the failures of communism like these people do. Libertad para Cuba, or as we say in English, freedom for Cuba, right on cue. The Marxists of the BLM organization put out a press release blaming the U.S. government and making excuses for the failures of communism in Cuba. What a joke. Communism and socialism promise power to the people, but shift it to the elite while leaving the masses in poverty. Even before the global pandemic, Cuba had massive problems. You see, prior to this year, the minimum wage in Cuba was $17. No, not $17 per hour. Heck, not even per day. It was $17 per month. Now, even with government-run health care, housing and transportation, that's not even enough to cover the typical cell phone bill. The situation in Cuba exposes the major problems with government-run health care. It is made even worse by the fact that the Cuban oppressors send trained medical staff to other countries to profit off of their services, while leaving the people with major gaps in coverage. Now, many critics falsely claim that the U.S. embargo blocks medicine and food from reaching the people of Cuba. Documents from the U.S. State Department show a very different story. In fact, and I quote, the U.S. embargo does not deny medicines and medical supplies to the Cuban people. That's directly from the U.S. State Department. Agriculture and food exports to Cuba actually increased over 74% in March of this year and over 54% over the past year. So much for their big lie about the embargo causing the pain and suffering in Cuba. Many in the legacy media tried to dismiss the uprisings as merely being about the lack of COVID vaccines. Well, the outrage from Cubans is far greater than that. The failure to provide enough shots is just the last straw for many people. Ironically, other media outlets have started to shift coverage to highlight concerns over pandemic surges because of the mass gatherings. So let's get this straight. If you believe that you're immune from COVID if you're part of a mass protest slash riot organized by Marxist leaders like we saw in the streets of America last year, but now you're not safe if you're actually protesting communists. <laughs> this is why fewer and fewer people actually trust traditional media sources. While we're on the topic of trust, how about the Texas Democrats who violated the public trust by abandoning their jobs and fleeing the state? Governor Greg Abbott is right they should be arrested. The images of the lawmakers flying to Washington, D.C. on a private jet, well, they left me thinking. The average citizen can't get on a plane without wearing a mask. The average citizen can't get on a plane without showing a photo ID. Heck, the average citizen can't get paid without showing up for work. So much for fighting for the average citizen. These radical Democrats showed what their real interest is. It's that they flew to Washington. It's all about passing Pelosi and Schumer's power grab. Americans don't want the federal government running their elections. Heck, these fools couldn't even roll out the Obamacare website without screwing it up years ago. I don't want them running our elections. People understand that state and local governments, state and local governments should be running our elections. Greg Abbott and the rest of the leaders in Texas must be patient and determined. I know far well, we faced the same challenge many years ago when 14 Senate Democrats fled the state and hid out in neighboring Illinois. We held firm and eventually we won the battle and the war. Today, the people of Wisconsin are far better off because of it. My advice to Texas, 
Hold firm. Conservatives won in Wisconsin, and you can too. Until next time, I'm Scott Walker, and keep fighting for freedom.